few summers ago, I was walking downtown by the Aero Stadium, and I saw a gentleman on the ground. I have never in my life seen someone so drunk and still conscious. It was amazing. There was also a policeman there with his door open, and the policeman was standing in the door of his car and, and actually quite kindly telling the gentleman that if he could get up and walk away, he wouldn't have to take him in, wouldn't have to arrest him. And this guy crawled to the wall, and he tried to use the bricks on the wall to help him stand up, and he would get to about the height of a squatting position. He would fall left or right or backwards. Uh, now, perhaps you're thinking the whole thing could have been handled much better, or perhaps I should have intervened in some way. But there's another question to ask. Why bother at all? Why try to help this guy or give him another chance? Obviously, this was not his first time. Why not put him in the back of the cruiser and take him to someone else's property or out to the woods and dump him? Let him be someone else's problem. Why not lock him away forever until he's not a problem any longer? What can he do for us? He's not aiding society or our community. And what are the chances that he's going to clean up and start adding something positive to our lives? The way you answer that question is largely going to depend on whether you believe there is a God or not. There is no sideline answer to the question. Either there is a God or there is not a God. That's like saying we're going to have a volleyball team and you have been picked and you have to decide which team you're going to be on. You can't say I'm neutral. To be neutral is to be out of the game and to accept the consequences of what happens. Or in the vastly overused example, living in Nazi Germany, and you're asked, are you for us or against us? There is no way of saying I'm neither pro-Hitler or not pro-Hitler. I'm just, I'm Switzerland. You can't, you, there is no position like that. So it is the same as, is there a God or is there not? There is a, wide a widespread misconception that there can be a neutral position. But either way, if there is a God or there isn't God, there are major presuppositions, foundational ideas that will affect law, that will affect civility, social graces, and the ideas of what is good, if there is good, and what is right and what is wrong. That we can have a government that is neither pro-God nor anti-God, that our society can operate under the assumption that there is a neutral position is impossible. The ways of operating are just too antithetical. I think of college students who come home newly from college and after one year of college thinking they have solved all the problems of the ages and now announce that not only are they Catholic, they're also Buddhist. It makes perfect sense to the student until I point out that uh, one system of belief, God is uninterested in you, distant, and must be sought after and absorbed into, and the other has a God who is personable, knowable, seeks you for who you are. And every belief that stems from there begins with these assumptions of who God is. So in the question of, is there a God? If you answer no, then there is no creator. And all that it is, the universe, our planet, the life on it, 
is pure chance. And we're very fortunate, but it's just pure chance. It was an accident. And if it is a meaningless accident, then if there is no real meaning, then it really doesn't progress toward anything. We're not progressing toward anything. We're just lucky to be. And therefore, there is no truth and there is no good save for that which is determined by those with power. We have a social contract to which we must submit. And we all pray huh, that our desires align with those who are protecting the social contract. Perhaps we can make it living off that social contract. I won't hurt you if you don't hurt me. But ultimately, that's just living off the principle of Christianity and not its fruits. It's eating away at it. And of course, we know, we know perfectly moral atheists. And we know believers who are absolute scoundrels. But we're, asking, we're talking about laying general foundations of a people. So if we have this social contract, what happens later on down the road when God has been completely removed, when we find ourselves with no backing for the social contract? For without God, human life is as meaningful as that of a rock. It simply exists. If someone is able to convince you that there is no God, the wicked witch's spell has come true and has turned you into a toad. All of a sudden, life is not sacrosanct. And the following might happen with those who do not have power, who do not have a voice. They start losing out. Abortion could become a protected right. Euthanasia doesn't seem so terrible. Assisted suicide becomes legal. Porn becomes free speech. Using people in other countries to make cheap products for us seems reasonable. Marriage as a right for adult trumps the public investment in the future. Sounds a little familiar. Why not rid the world of undesirables as has happened in so many dictatorships, genocide, why not do away with the elderly or the sick or the poor or the different or the simply annoying? One of the most chilling things I've ever seen was at the Right to Life March in Washington, D.C., and seeing people in wheelchairs with signs that ask the question, am I next? But for those who believe in God, the universe is a different place. With a creator, there is a purpose to that which is created. Therefore, it has meaning. And most importantly, it is loved. You are loved. For the artist loves that which he creates. It has a goal to reach, a potential, and it has worth simply because of its givenness, because it exists. God made it, and he found it very good. Therefore, it is worthy of love because it is, not simply because it's useful to us, not because a person can do something for us. A baby in the womb, a person who needs a wheelchair, a parent with dementia is worthy and lovable because they are. So a wealthy, healthy man happened to be walking down the road in downtown Akron and he came across a drunk lying next to the stadium. And he crossed over to the other side of the road and passed by. Likewise, a business person came to the place. And when he saw the drunk, 
he passed on the other side of the road. But when a true Christian saw him, he was moved with compassion, for he didn't see just a drunk, but a hurt and damaged human being who was created by his God, who was loved by his God, who had worth because of his God, and was redeemable because there is a God. And though the guy was a nuisance, his cause doubtful, his being a drain on the coffers of society, he did not write him off, for he too was a son of God. <laughs>